Welcome back to Pint of View podcast, where the uh, number one podcast for not being able to decide what the podcast is about. Uh, however, this is the podcast where you can help decide the topics, and then we talk about those topics. My name's Ben, and co-hosting with me is Chris and Stuart, as always, and also our new permanent co-host, Adam, also known as Greeny. So today's special guest hails from Michigan, USA, and is from the Totally Plausible podcast, and is PJ, aka Dirty Mike. Welcome, PJ, to the podcast. How are you? Hey, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for uh, having me on your podcast. No worries at all. Um, so tell us a little bit about your podcast. Sure. Yeah. So I'm one of uh, two hosts on a podcast called Totally Plausible Conspiracy Theory. Uh, it's you know pretty straightforward. We just talk about conspiracy theories. Uh, we we started about a year ago in October of 2019. Um, okay. I was doing uh, Twitch streaming, um, and uh, another fr- I'd met another person who did Twitch streaming, and we kind of were talking to each other and in each other's channels quite a bit. And yeah. one day we decided we were going to start like uh, co-streaming, you know, uh, games together. I think it was when like uh, Borderlands 3 came out. And uh, we'd never really talked in person before. So we did a, a co-stream together and uh, it went really well. It was a lot of fun. We started yeah. making it like a weekly thing. And uh, after that, you know, we just got to talking about stuff we wanted to do. And I had told uh, Adriana, my co-host um, at the time, I told her that, podcasting was something i was really interested in wanted to do and she's like well why don't we do one and we just kind of spitballed some ideas and i think this was around the time when the whole jeffrey epstein thing happened (laughs) and uh, we started talking about that and i'm like why don't we just do a a podcast about conspiracy theories and uh, oddly enough we've never really done a a jeffrey epstein episode but it it comes (laughs) up a lot and like (laughs) similar things tend to come up a lot but uh it's a little kind of how it got started it was just kind of uh, we were new friends and we just thought it, yeah. it sounded like fun. So we've always done the podcast live on Twitch and then it goes out to YouTube. So it's like a video podcast. There's a little yeah. bit of a visual element to it, but yeah. So basically you guys met whilst online gaming and then it kind of progressed from there really, didn't it? That's cool. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And now, uh, and now we're pretty good friends. Uh, I mean, we're really good friends, but she's, uh, actually lives with my, Sister and, uh, and brother-in-law, which is kind of interesting. So oh, wow. we're, we're neighbors now. She lived in a different state when we started the podcast, and now we're neighbors okay. and wow. hang out. And we've actually just recently, uh, when we do the podcast, we actually do it sitting next to each other. Before we were doing it, video calling each other, and yeah. I would uh, like screen capture her camera and and put it into. I can't think. I, I'm literally like this. This is like a normal time to be awake for people. But this is like me staying up till five in the morning kind of thing for me. I've oh, really? For no, I've worked nights for so long. So like, what is it like three in the afternoon where I'm at or something? And normally <laughs> I'm like home at 10 in the morning and, and asleep. So <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry if I'm a little tired or a little, uh, I'm trying to drink my coffee over here. <laughs> it's okay. I, I can barely string a few words together even when I'm not tired. <laughs> yeah. You know, I not- feel I feel bad. I actually meant to grab a brew. I, you guys should give me like a second because I feel like if I'm on a podcast that has pint in the title, yeah, I really I should. Mean, I've got a really that. good beer over here. It's um <laughs> like a mint chip mocha stout or something like that. It's super good. So cool. Oh, you're talking. You're That's talking Chris's language. language. <laughs> yeah, yeah boy. 
I'm actually a pretty big beer guy. Actually, my my other podcast that I started around the same time that didn't last very long was all about beer. Yeah, Uh, it's kind of a fun little side project I did for a while. Yeah, I do. I got like a really sad Instagram account that's just me rating the beer I drink because that's that's how cool I am. That that (laughs) is awesome. Do do you get beers from like around the world or from around Um, Europe or? So it started with like Australian beers, and then now it's like UK beers. But I do get like. Uh, American beers every now and again, yeah. Gotcha. What's your favorite Australian beer? Um, so Tiny Creatures is like one of my go-to ones. We can get it over here still. It's like one of their IPAs. Um, but there's a there's a brewery called Big Shed, and they do this thing called Golden Stout Time, which is a dessert stout, and it's like a Ooh, their version of an like ice cream they have, and it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Australia a few years ago and uh, sampled sampled quite a few beers. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yes, yeah, I think that's where like that's not what I went there for, but it was something I did while I was there. <laughs> so that's why you went, wasn't it, Chris? What's that? Just for the beer? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Just beer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when you go somewhere, you've got to try the local local beverages, mm-hmm. isn't you? Can't not. It's, it's rude not to, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I remember going to Spain. Uno beer, Pablo. Straight in. I remember getting really drunk in Spain one time, but I don't remember what I was drinking. So we'll start today's topic off with a nice easy one. Are UFOs in the way of aliens real? What is everyone thinking? Who wants to go first? Uh, were you asking me to start? Or were you guys gonna start? I mean, anyone, anyone, anyone. <laughs> no, I think it's it's best if our guest starts because then he can <laughs> provide a convincing opinion. <laughs> My okay, so I, UFOs is interesting to me because there obviously is something. Um, there's been some really interesting evidence. I think one of my favorite episodes that we ever did. And it's weird to me because it's like one that didn't do is didn't get as many, you know, listens as everything else. And we did this one about like the Navy uh, seeing UFOs within the re- last few years. And really interesting. It was one of my favorite things. And it's so weird to me because it's like I don't know how to feel because I like logically I feel like aliens doesn't fully make sense. But yet there's so much weird stuff that I, I don't know how to, to feel about to it. Explain, I definitely yeah. think there's something weird uh i i definitely believe a lot of the, the ufo sightings i'm just not sure i i feel like if it's anything it's not uh extra planetary it's more interdimensional okay. uh stuff i think there's some interesting evidence for that um maybe something more supernatural than uh interplanetary but that's kind of where i'm at right now on that in i mean statistically though for me anyway like aliens are statistically just like gonna be out there like if you just look at the like the universe as a whole there's got to be if like in this forever expanding universe there's got to be another intelligent life form out there somewhere but in regards to the ufo thing i like and then visiting here i'm not sold although i did watch i think when you said about the the navy officers um sighting ufos i think i saw a video about that and yeah i i did watch that and sort of go if 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 the like if the military can't sit there and go like oh yeah we know what that is then like that just 
raises all sorts <laughs> yeah, of questions. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the military's gone back and forth for decades on whether or not they want their personnel to report things or they want to be quiet, whether they believe in it and they're openly investigating and then they're hushed on it again. It's, I mean, it's gone back and forth. You've seen like Project Blue Book and Project Sign and uh, tons and tons of stuff over the years. And it just kind of like goes back and forth. So I, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, personally for me, it's, I'm a big believer of if I see it, I'll believe it. But until then, I'm pretty much don't. Um, and especially when I watch stuff like Louis Ferrou and he does the episode on UFOs and then you just hear all the, the kind of like the 1% of like the complete crazies, like going, yeah, the UFOs mm. are out there. And then it's like, I'm out. Come on guys. Like that to me, like kind of puts me off even semi believing there's something out there. But I guess that there must be like Ben was yeah. saying, like there was such a vast stars that there must be something, but yeah, I'm still very skeptical on that for me. Yeah, no, I, I get pretty skeptical about that stuff too. Even, even as much as I research it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think what'll be interesting is like if, aliens did exist what if we are the most intelligent as, oh, uh, God, as we're, beings we're maybe it's this is it we go to mars <laughs> then all the microbes look up at us and, and then and then we're like the gigantic space aliens that just come out and just uh, fuck shit up i mean personally i don't believe uh i don't believe in aliens personally but i do i do find it quite interesting with like the u.s military and the government with half of the stuff they do I remember like seeing, I get most of my historical information from Colby Central. And I think there was like a drunk history thing that they did, which is about like, it was um, trying to teach dolphin, or trying to teach humans how to communicate with dolphins okay. in the hopes that if aliens do exist, uh, that we would be able to then communicate with the aliens and like oh. find out some kind of way of doing that. Um, it's, it's a really interesting story. Um, uh, is, sorry, is that the that story... That I, I think I mentioned once on the previous podcast about the woman that we yeah, yeah, she she was wanking the dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm <laughs> that. A forty million dollar project of uh, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the it's the original Free Willy sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think they they, they like they, they flooded a house and was like giving LSD to dolphins, and then the dolphins started getting yeah. horny, and they were like, "Well, yeah, we got to beat off his dolphins. Like, we can teach in English. Yeah, otherwise, the project isn't yeah. going to work." And like all the people, all the people in the U.S. government were just like, "You fucking idiots! We didn't mean teach the dolphins English. Communicate with them, you pricks." <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the project got shut down, and it was, uh, I think, it was really sad actually because the dolphin just hated all other dolphins just didn't really like anything else apart from this one woman who was forbidden <laughs> to see this one dolphin. Woman and, and uh yeah <laughs> just like got an erection every single time she he saw the five digits and uh it's a, a, it's a love story for it you was, yeah but to answer your question i, I don't, I don't really believe in aliens sure. ufos possible i mean they're up there <laughs> is that uh, are you waiting the entire time that joke off are you seriously telling me you waited that entire time to just say that one joke? What? <laughs> no, I, I think they're possible. I think I, I think they're up there. Because at the end of the day, if anyone is listening to this, I believe in you. And don't kill me first. Kill Ben. And that, that's where I'm at. It. So, the first conspiracy theory we're going to kind of like dismantle. Or, I feel like it's dismantling in my opinion. But we'll see. Maybe someone's got something that maybe make me believe is the Loch Ness Monster, a.k.a. Nessie. And it, like, backstate to, like, the 16th century, the first sighting, with a story mm -hmm. by someone that I cannot pronounce, so I'm not even going to go for it. I think, oh, actually, why not? Um, a Domnam. Oh, uh, Domnam, yeah. yeah. I remember him well. 
He's one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, one of my yeah, favorite. I records. recognize that. It's a story called Life of St. Columba. Mm. Later on, it's like saying that basically it's not, it wasn't set in the right place. It was set in a river that Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster was uh, repelled by a cross. So that's like, I feel like that's just people trying to get you to believe in religion as well at the same time as a monster. The first thing I'm I noticed about this book was that he wrote it a century after the events happened. So I'm like, I'm already skeptical. And a lot of people just said that it was to bolster the claims because they only kind of like, kind of got recognition after Nessie was like more popular, as you could say. Just to clarify, how long before he written the, the book uh, had he worked on the Scottish tourist board? Well, I mean, I doubt there was a Scottish tourist board in the 16th century, but... <laughs> That's a good point. I was thinking, yeah, because I thought I thought Colombo or Colombo, which I came over a lot earlier than uh, even a hundred years before that. I thought it was more like five five hundred years before that. So I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it's written definitely way after. Yeah, uh, he had come to come to actually do the story. Yeah, so I mean that kind of like yeah. that's who can remember a story that many years later? Oh yeah, that's definitely what happened. I mean, if it it's a nice story. I I like to I like to believe it. I would be more impressed if Nessie could fly. Well, you say that, okay. Um, so like the next sighting is like quite a few years later, and yeah, one of the ones that come up right after this one is in 1971 or 19. Where was it? Um, there's a there's a famous 1934 sighting too, right? With the the picture, the famous picture. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I said I should have said 18. Sorry, Oh, 18. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you skipped, skipped like 100 <laughs> years. Like, they, they just wiped them off. Yeah. Um, there's an interesting one in 1888 by Alexander MacDonald that said that while he was in the middle of the road, this stubby legged animal jumped at him from 50 yards away, which is half an American football field. So apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Nessie never comes up except like once in a blue moon. They only got like one picture, but also Nessie's uh, walking around and uh, yeah, jumping yeah. In the middle of the road. 50 yards. I'm like, okay. I just want to make sure I get that in. Okay. That is a long way. Hmm. I mean, this is the thing with Nessie. It's just like, like back in the day, like they had stories about all sorts of creatures. I could sort of, if, if I lived back then, I might have been like, okay, yeah, it might be, might be real. But in this day and age, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just like, phones. oh yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't believe such a thing. Unless Nessie's gone into hibernation. Uh, <laughs> I think saying unless Nessie makes I think the only there. thing that makes it plausible is the fact that maybe Nessie did live previously, but is now dead, and has decomposed extremely quickly, so you couldn't find any remains at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> and I think that is the only plausible explanation I could think that would exist, because in the current circumstances, well, maybe not the current circumstances, but pre-covid how no one would have got a clear image of something that was non-fishy yeah i was just gonna say what's interesting about nessie to me is that uh i mean it does seem like folklore that's came up and i do think there's a lot of really interesting cryptid uh stuff out there cryptozoological stuff uh nessie to me has always been one of the more ridiculous ones uh for a few reasons. One, you've got the the picture in 1934 yes. uh, that was eventually proven to be a hoax. That's the, uh, the I think it was like, photo, I don't right? yeah, yeah, it was a surgeon. That, well, that's why people believed it so much. It's like, well, he's a doctor. Doctor, why they tell you about the the ghosts in your blood and to do cocaine about <laughs> it and stuff. 
Uh, but, you know, like so they believed this guy for a long time. I think it was like a deathbed confession that it wasn't real. But then it, what got interesting to me at first, until you kind of look into it, is there's like uh, in the 1970s they were doing like um, uh, basically like radar pings, yeah. and they didn't they did some more in the in the 90s, and they found some kind of weird photos and and radar that kind of lined up to some big creature, yeah. not Nessie size per se of what people think. But like, you know, like maybe 15 feet long kind of whale looking. And that was pretty convincing evidence. What, what I've seen people say is that it's possibly a large catfish, which sounds weird yeah. until you realize that catfish in that area can get to be at least 13 feet long. So it's oh, not 15 feet. like not that far out of it. Uh, it's just so like like there's a one picture from like almost 100 years ago of like a neck sticking up that's fake. And that's kind of what everybody goes yeah. off of. Oh, yeah. You'd think there, like you said, you think there'd be more pictures. Like you could literally like set a camera out on this. It's not that huge. I mean, it's it is six miles long. It's like what nine hundred feet deep. So it's like not small, but it's not huge, huge where they couldn't monitor yeah. like a, a creature that has to come up to breathe well, once. Well, in a there's while, a, you there's know? multiple photos that have been apparently taken. Um, so the gyna- so the surgeon photograph is by a gynecologist. So I mean, like he knows about vaginas, not about long necks. So it's like that thing's a bit like. <laughs> that's the first thing that froze me i'm like eh, it's not really your detail mate um but he's the yeah. surgeon he, he, he so I know, <laughs> that was um <laughs> this guy the whole story about that photo is basically what i got the gist of he got given the photo by someone else who used to work for the daily mirror who he sold the photo to but he sold it to them because Mm-hmm. Daily Mirror made a fool out of this guy, and it was like, "Well, I'm going to make a fool out of you guys." And they literally just played a joke where they bought a submarine from Woolworths, which is just like another little shop down the road, and then they just stuck some wood putty to it to make it look like a a dinosaur and pulled it along. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> so much went into it, and it was like, how did loads of people fall for this? Yeah, and it was a prank. It was uh, what's 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 the TV show that you have over in the the US? I don't think it's on anymore. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Used oh, to uh, punked. So, yeah, there you go. That's it. That's all it was. It was an episode. Pretty of that. much, yeah. <laughs> in the way of like what you said before, um, BJ, with uh, taking photos of the lake in 2014, Apple Apple Maps, um, they they showed like an image of Loch Ness and had a massive like 30 meter um, shadow appear, but they kind of got disfigured into like, oh, it's just a wake of a boat. And then in the year after, Google Street View did a 81st anniversary of the surgeon's photo. And basically they took two weeks. They filmed the bottom of the lake and the top for two weeks so people could see the lake and hope to see the next monster and um, clearly saw nothing. So... If Google Maps can't find it, if Apple Maps can't find it, then no one can. Sure. Yeah, no, I just want to say what was interesting is you said in 2014, they said there was like a, a big shadow yeah. type thing, yes. right? Because if I'm correct, and I'm I'm going off of, uh, top of my head here, I don't really have any notes on this right now, but I believe it was 2016 when they thought that they found uh, Nessie dead on the bottom oh. of the lake. And it turned out to be that they had filmed a movie in Loch Ness, yes. and they basically had a big, uh, yeah, it was like a Sherlock Holmes movie, and they had this big Nessie. I, I think it was a Sherlock Holmes movie, and they had this big Nessie, and they freaking got done filming. We're like, well, we're not pulling this thing out, and they just sunk it. And <laughs> it was this giant, uh, big, you know, fake prop Nessie on the bottom of Loch That's Ness. Uh, <laughs> and in 2016, they thought that it was. They thought they found a dead, 
uh, Loch Ness monster. Here's the prop. I just, I just love the idea of the person that dragged that out being so excited, yeah. just being like, "Oh yeah, I finally did it." And it was just paper mache. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, let's let's see what this thing's made of. Cut it open, and it's just hollow. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that also Maybe like very similar to a previous, like years before, this guy had been on a documentary about Loch Ness, and they'd used this like fire fiberglass shell for the hump and the the neck. Um, and then about 10 years later, he, he's like, oh, I've got this pit. It's a picture of this, uh, this hump. And it's like, that's just the fucking shell we used like f- 10 years ago. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't star in a documentary about the Loch Ness Monster. And then 10 years later, come up with the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, found it. Completed it. Oh. Well, I find I do find it interesting because there are a lot of people who have spent uh, a lot of their life searching for for the Loch Ness yeah. monster, and even many of them come up with the same thing, like, "Well, it's probably like a, a big catfish yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. or something else." So, so the people that spend the most time looking for it even don't believe in it. You know what I mean? One of the guys, like, like I've, a lot of the so, experts, they like say something. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's like the best the best um, evidence I've ever seen." And then in an interview ten days later, they like. Yeah, it was probably just a log. <laughs> so, um, is the US equivalent of Nessie uh, Bigfoot? Uh, probably. There are, I mean, as far as notoriety, I would say yes. There are some interesting um, Nessie-type cryptids in the US. I don't have any notes on them right now, but I, I remember reading about one. Like I said, we do conspiracy theories, but we love cryptids, so we do a few episodes on on those every now and then. And uh, I know there's one, maybe it might be in the Great Lakes, it might be Lake Erie. Um, but I mean, I feel like there's probably more possibility of there being something really crazy in the Great Lakes than than in Loch Ness. There, there is some, uh, there was a video a few years ago, maybe it was last year actually, of a beach that I, I go to pretty often, uh, in Lake Michigan because I live in Michigan, yeah. And uh, there was this, it was pretty convincing video of this, like, uh, it might have just been like a really big eel or like a giant sturgeon or something like that. But uh, yeah, like right up near the shore, it looked like 10 feet long kind of serpent thing. Okay. Um, that was actual like security camera footage from a lighthouse. Maybe Loch Ness Monster uh, took like a, a holiday to Michigan. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I was going to say, what, what you don't know is that <laughs> Nessie migrated. Uh Got fed up, Scotland. But yeah, Bigfoot's probably the the big the biggest one in America. Is that sure. the same as the abominable snowman? Or like they're like cousins that move to like different parts of the. Well, so we did an episode on Bigfoot, and there's what is interesting about Bigfoot is there's so many Bigfoot-like creatures around the world and in different cultures throughout uh, long periods of time. Like even cultures that didn't really interact with each other. There's there's obviously Yeti, and uh, Australia's got one that I I can't remember the name of. It's something really weird, hard to pronounce. Uh, there's actually a bunch of different ones in America, even that all sound the same if you think about it. But they have different names depending on where you're at. So if you're in Florida, they call it like the skunk ape. Uh, but it's Bigfoot and it smells bad, and Bigfoot uh, is known to smell bad. So it's not really any different. Yeah, the skunk ape—that's what they call it. Gross all looking. I can think of like Bigfoot is just a just a really tall, massive, hairy guy that just doesn't wash. That's surely that's just all it is. It's like running around <laughs> naked. Like, I'm just really hairy, guys. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I will say this though: I, I found some... the, the evidence for Bigfoot much more convincing than I did for Nessie when I looked into it. I always thought that the Bigfoot story was kind of uh, silly, 
And I mean, I'm not entirely convinced, but I will say that it's more convincing yeah, I mean, than I Nessie thought. Nessie is completely not convincing at all. Like, I've I've never been convinced. By there's Nessie, a list yeah. of like things that they're they're misidentified as Nessie. It includes elephants, and I don't think you can get real like that many elephants in Scotland. But, yeah, the elephant story is weird because it's basically like the whole. Isn't the whole story that there was like a circus? That parked next to Lake Ness one time, and they're like, "Oh, an <laughs> elephant swam across," and that's why people think of Nessie. But kind of a flimsy yeah. story. And other ones is just like trees, and I'm like, "For fuck's sake, can you not tell the difference between a bit of wood and a fucking animal?" <laughs> uh, so is it safe for us to say then? I think I think the the unanimous decision is uh, it's it's just the folklore. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably go that route. Yeah, it's folklore. Yeah. I don't know if any everyone else, obviously, I know PJ might know something, but there's a lot of uh, conspiracies of people that are dead or they're alive or they've been, they're faked their deaths and, um, or they've been like covered up by a, a, um, a doppelganger in a sense. Um, so I'm just going to do like a quick fire round. So this one's awesome. just called Dead or Alive, basically. And we're on a game show. So uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, God. probably <laughs> so, alive. Well, this is the big say, thing. That... Pretty sure he's alive. Well, there's the conspiracy that he was switched yeah, out yeah. with somebody. Right? He was supposed so... to be Lee dead, and they've switched him in with someone else because he... there's like a big thing about John Lennon putting something in backwards, saying Paul is dead, and he's not wearing shoes. Um, <laughs> Two pack. We covered this one. Um, he's. I mean, it's it's interesting. He could have faked his death. I don't think he did, but the evidence is pretty interesting. Yeah, autopsy evidence. With the bullets, stuff. isn't it? That's all yeah. I'll say. Elvis. Yeah, he probably died. <laughs> he's I mean, a lot of again, it's like the evidence is interesting, but it's There's also kind of it's also kind of uh, look. Look, the truth is that Elvis Presley uh, traded his life out, and he went and lived in a nursing home with JFK, who was actually a black man in a wheelchair. <laughs> Do you guys know that movie that I'm referencing? It's a terrible movie, but it's funny. It's called Bubba Hotep. No, that's well, actually the I'm plot of the movie. Is that movie Elvis? Traded out with some other guy who overdosed after he <laughs> traded lives with him. And then he's living in a nursing home at some point in his life with JFK, who's a black man in a wheelchair, who they put JFK's oh, brain into his body. It's freaking great. <laughs> so true. Yes, he, he lives in a nursing home with JFK. Um, Osama bin Laden. So it was rumored that America killed him before they killed oh. him. Uh, but then other people were saying that he's still alive. They never killed him because of suspicion of like how he went down. I will say it's weird that they dropped his body I, I, off the side of the boat. That's all I'll say. But I, I think he's probably dead. I don't know. I think I think if you if you killed Osama bin Laden, you wouldn't really want to hold on to that body. You would want to get rid of it. Maybe maybe it was just maybe maybe the US didn't kill him. Maybe he just died of cancer. They found him <laughs> and they're like, oh, we can't let people see this. They will think we're not tough. And as they're just off the boat and uh, job's done. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a that's a new the conspiracy. Next one, I only chose it because in nineteen ninety seven 51% of the USA said that this guy was alive. It is Adolf Hitler. Oh my I God. don't think that he killed Ooh. himself, to be completely honest. I don't. I, the, the evidence is so fishy. When you Have you guys watched that no. Tim Kennedy uh, show that they talk about uh, finding no, was hunting Hitler? This is, the, this is what's weird to me. Like that we The US believed that Hitler had killed himself based off of the Russians telling us that or the Germans telling us basically, like, hey, believe us, guys. And then we didn't have access to the body. The president of the United States at the time did not believe that he was yeah. dead and kept hunting for him. And then Russia claimed to have his skull. 
and they eventually let us examine the skull and, and uh it was not a it was a female skull like it oh, was wow. not it didn't match up at all it's very strange okay that's a little bit more believable than i thought oh, it was gonna be it, it's actually yeah I, I, it sounds stupid but when you look into it even like even at the time uh the u.s government did not believe that he had killed himself they thought he had he had faked his death and ran away and it wasn't until many years later that we kind of just were like, "Hey, he killed himself." Might have been an inside job. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. He didn't kill himself, but maybe so, like somebody within the Nazi regime killed him, and it was just like for whatever reason, like they didn't want to talk about. I, it. I think there's a lot of evidence that he escaped and died somewhere else later on. That's that's. Uh, I I think we haven't done that uh, episode yet. I'd love to cover it because I think there's a lot there. It's one of the most crazy sounding conspiracies that has more evidence than most believable sounding conspiracies <laughs> so the next one is uh, very current um and it's because of how she changes her appearance and her, her facial structures and how she is around um is melena trump i have i have not heard that conspiracy till just now that's interesting yeah there's like this thing where it's basically it's but a lot of people said that it's basically just because she's had a lot of work done but there's so many different times she's gone on camera with him or her how she is around him it's changed and appearance has changed well i you know to be honest with you i wouldn't be surprised if there was more body double stuff going on than uh something more sinister like i've always wondered that about presidents and uh and first ladies and and and, uh world leaders how often that you see an appearance of them that it's not actually them i feel like it i feel like it has to be you ever see that movie um vantage point yeah yeah it's kind of like the plot of that like they I'm gonna spoil the spoiler. movie for everybody, so I apologize. But like, the president gets killed. Yeah, spoiler. Sorry, the president gets killed, and then you find out it was his body double, and they're trying to figure out how to like deal with that. Uh, how to let the American think- people know, like, uh, well, he's not actually dead. So the next one on the list um, is MJ, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure because I mean, like, maybe Michael Jordan's got uh, died and someone else took his place. <laughs> Uh, he's fucking Looney Tunes land. <laughs> that would be impressive. I I mean I <laughs> I, reckon I think Michael Jackson's probably dead. Uh, I I don't know. I think it's weird to me how much hero worship there is around a pedophile. It's not proven to this day. <laughs> not proven. I mean, he made good music, but uh, yeah. well, <laughs> and yeah, and, F- exactly. and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> uh, um, the next one, um, Andy Kaufman. He he actually like he actually talked a lot um, while yeah, he was alive about so, wanting yeah. to fake his death at some point. Like, so honestly, and there's a yes. there's that movie with Jim Carrey where he plays Kaufman, and the ending kind of makes you believe that he did fake his death. I think if if any celebrity faked their death more than Elvis, more than uh, any Tupac or anybody else, I think if I anybody think it did, it was his like profile, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Um. So the next guy is Jim Morrison. The doors are. I, I have nothing against the doors. I just haven't listened to them a lot, and I haven't looked into that one. Yeah, I've looked, uh, I listened to, to the doors, but I just don't know the, the story other. that well. But, is that bad? I don't know the story really at all. Yeah, I don't know if it's that applicable. Um, but I've got a joke Good. by the doors. If anyone wants to hear it, sure. Oh, God. It's um, it's a Tim Vine joke. Uh, he walks into a music shop and he says, uh, "You got anything by the doors?" He says, uh, "Yeah, a bucket of sand and an axe." I'm guessing there's a bucket of sand and an axe next to the door. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, it's a fire thing. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a fire I'm door. Like, yes. I'm like, am I stupid for not getting this? <laughs> no, don't worry. It was a bad joke. <laughs> we can edit the last scene. It'll be fine. 
There you go. <laughs> Put on the applause sign. Um, and to last, lastly, <laughs> but not means least, um, Avril Lavigne. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It didn't pay. I feel like Avril Lavigne hasn't been uh, relevant since two thousand and two, oh, and I think that's the I only. Think she year got a new she song out this last year. I think I'm pretty she sure. Really yeah. still making music. That's crazy. I mean, that might be conspiracy yeah, altogether. Yeah, that she's still making music. Right, you mind that's if I inter- You mind if I add one to it? Because this was one that I had no idea who this guy was. We covered him on the podcast. My brother actually told me about it the, the day after it happened, and the conspiracy theories blew up within the first few days, like right away, within 24 hours. Like conspiracy theories everywhere. It was a big TikTok thing. Do you guys know who uh, Juice World is? No, I, I, didn't, I, I had no idea who he was either. Um, I recognize the name, but I, I couldn't like, say like if you showed me a picture of him, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't have known if I hadn't researched it. Is he a singer? Yeah. He's a pretty famous rap. He was a pretty famous rapper. He was like 21. He died this last year, uh, less than a year ago. And he would he had you know had lyrics in his that said uh, he wasn't going to live past 21. He yep. referenced the 27 Club. If you guys are familiar yeah, yeah. with that, like famous people that die at 27. Mm-hmm. And uh, he the, like there's a big TikTok craze about people do having seizures to his music, and he died from having a seizure. Super weird. Super weird. So we covered That's that with and Tupac up. on one episode. And they, wait, they uh, yeah, do, it was really strange. They do the seizures still now crazy. after he died or before? No, no, no. The seizure thing was before, That's and then he died from a seizure. That's what. That's what's weird. And like he said, he said in one of his songs that he wasn't going to live past twenty one, or that people weren't living past twenty one, they weren't even dying in the twenty seven club anymore. They're dying at twenty one. He died at twenty one. Uh, he was on a plane. And there was like drugs and guns and all kinds of crazy stuff, and they supposedly overdosed. I don't know, super weird. But then there's like people saying that his plane actually went to Jamaica and didn't oh. the flight routes didn't match up. So I don't know, That's weird stuff, man. That is weird. He's got a lovely <laughs> hairstyle, though. <laughs> On the last pod we did, where PJ would love to apologize that I was quite drunk. Um, <laughs> But we did cover 9-11 um, fairly. Yeah. I'd watched a documentary on it the night <laughs> before, so I was pretty clued up on it. Um, conspiracy or real? So there's stuff I hate. This is what's so weird to me. Is like I want to not question 9-11. It's like it almost feels like unpatriotic to question it. But yet there's so much weirdness there that it, it's just one of those things. Like I feel like and I don't know how to feel about it, you know? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> it's a strange, strange thing. Like, uh, you know, there's obviously Tower 7 uh, is is a weird part about it. Um, some of the things people bring up, like... Okay, so one of the things people bring up that I think is kind of bogus about it is people will say, oh, well, these guys were supposedly um, devout Muslims and they went out and to a strip club the night before. It's like, well, you know, if you're going to meet a lot and you can get away with anything because you're going to kill yourself yeah. and get a free pass like that makes sense i don't know i i just have to say that i originally would make fun of people who questioned it until i looked more into it and now i'm like mm, man i don't know how to feel about it it's way more suspicious than i thought originally the thing i the thing i always go back to with 9-11 is that it wasn't the only place that got hit other places got hit like, mm. if if it was just that one build, like that one building, or sorry, the world, well, the two buildings, but like 
if it was just them and like no other places like got hit in that time frame, I would probably be more suspicious. You don't think the stuff with the Pentagon is a little suspicious? Like I feel like that's actually the more suspicious part. Because mm. well, that I'll be honest with you, I've not looked into the actual. Sort of like because whenever I've looked into it, I've only ever looked into the twin towers, it, never the other sites. Like, I know that the Pentagon got hit, but I've never the twin towers it. got hit, and the building next to it, Tower Seven, fell, and then the Pentagon got hit. And what's so weird to me about the Pentagon is that all the light poles and cars and all this stuff are unaffected, but it got hit in the front, didn't get hit from the top, and it just seems so weird that a, a seven forty seven or whatever plane could get that low and not fuck up everything in the parking lot and, and knock over the telephone poles and all this stuff. It And there's no video of it. And it wasn't it. The hole in the side of the Pentagon was smaller than a plane. So it there's a really lot of weird sense. stuff about the Pentagon. It almost feels like if the twin towers did really, I mean, obviously they got hit by a plane, but if like, if the twin towers wasn't a conspiracy other than the actual conspiracy by Al Qaeda to crash towers, which is a conspiracy, if it almost feels like a crime of opportunity because there's like you know missing records and documents and money and stuff that went along with it, it almost feels like yeah. I, I, I don't want to say why because I don't want to spoil any part of the movie for anybody, but I just want to say that if you watch Tenet, look for that because like look for the nine eleven connection in there, and uh, yeah, it's it's fascinating. You guys got like the Freedom of Information Act, haven't you? Where like after a certain time period, like government files will become unrestricted and like. Yeah, the public FOIA, requests, FOIA requests and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, because I'm the bit, I'm I'm stuck now on on nine eleven now because you you were saying about the, with the Pentagon there was no video for it, but I would really really find it difficult to believe that there is no CCTV at the Pentagon. Oh no, that's what I'm saying is I don't so, believe that either. Yeah, yeah. Is that, so wouldn't there be a possibility under the Freedom of Information Act to like request that footage? So yes and yes, but you'd have to also trust that our government honors FOIA requests, which often does not happen. Uh, what's interesting about about that is that there was information that came out recently within the last few years about nine eleven that wasn't previously known about uh, Saudi Arabia's involvement. So, I mean, you never know. Like stuff has come out uh, later when it's pa- enough time has passed that people just won't give a shit. Like, uh, like. Um, uh, MK Ultra and things like that, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I just sort I sort of sit there and think like, for for an attack of that scale, it would be quite difficult to get a like doctored video to like show that in a way that like proves the conspiracy wrong. In if that makes sense, sure. So like any video that was to be potentially released of that, I would be inclined to believe but i don't know like because you see that I, I didn't know all that information about the pentagon attack so like you've actually you, like, you're making me double think about this right now to be it's and I, like before, I said, it's I was, weird for me because like i don't it's not that i'm like one of those people that are like absolutely convinced that 9-11 was this inside job and all this and that i just think there's weird enough stuff about it that if certain things came to light it wouldn't totally shock me but i'm not like gonna jump on that bandwagon and be all gung ho about it because I just I don't know, you know. Yeah, because I mean, like, that, like I used the Pentagon as like reasoning for why I believed it was real because I was like, like, if 
you're if you're attacking, if you want to get rid of the Twin Towers, why would you attack the like? Why would you destroy your own like Pentagon? I personally think the fact they went for the Pentagon was actually more of a conspiracy theory than the fact they if they didn't uh, go for the Pentagon. Um, but here's my question: Do you think conspiracy theories are a lot more American than they are British in the sense of? I don't know any theories around the seven-seven bombings of London. Oh no, true. not as many as there are around mm. the Twin Towers and that sort of things. I think conspiracy theories are universal, but I think it's probably much. I think it's probably more uh, in the American mind than in uh, other cultures. Probably, I, I could see that for sure. I suppose the population is a bit bigger, so it's going to be especially a with the noise. whole thing that Ben like, <laughs> first showed us like way before when I we mentioned about doing conspiracies again. He um, he. Got threw up this link about the FBI creating the conspiracy theory as a conspiracy theory. I was just like, that's just so American. <laughs> well, I think I yeah, think what no, you're yes. talking about is the CIA because yeah. there's pro- there's a there's an operation in the 60s, I believe, called Operation Mockingbird, where and I believe this. There's a lot of evidence to this, and I believe it's true. And there's a lot of people. There's a lot of evidence that says it's still true. Um, and uh, really good evidence that says it's still true as far as the CIA having influence in uh, media, including Hollywood. Um, and uh, basically after JFK's assassination, they kind of had the media push this idea that if you didn't believe it, you were a, quote, conspiracy theorist, and it was like a negative connotation. So uh, yeah. get people to shut up about it a little bit. Yeah, I, I can definitely believe that. That like, yeah, because like I said, when when we when we decided on doing a conspiracy episode today, I did. I went to go do a little bit of research, and that was like one of the links I found that the CIA purposely like created the conspiracy theorist sort of connotation to be negative, yeah, just so that they could like stop the conspiracy theories. And it was like that in itself. I mean, it was very like Inception-y. It was like that was why I got from it. But yeah. I I can totally see that being true as in if you've got if some if you're doing something and you want people to think that it's legit when it's not the yeah. best thing is is to like throw out a load of stuff that isn't legit and try and convince people to believe it well i mean there's all there's all kinds of evidence of this i mean you could we could talk about it forever but like even in ufo circles there's uh, been times where uh the government has sent people uh, who and this is and this is proven. There's one particular uh, case. I can't remember the name of the guy, but they basically send people to uh, push the theories on, on on UFOs and things like that and make them sound way 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 crazier than normal people are. And they convince uh, people uh. of the craziness so that way they can discredit the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's it's not uh, it's not a new thing. The CIA. I don't understand how anybody thinks uh, that the CIA is not capable of doing certain things. I mean, we've covered some of the strangest stuff like MK ultra, which is, is proven and uh, the finders cult, which is crazy. Uh, the CIA is, uh, smuggled yeah. drugs in the 1980s to fund black, pro- black products. So, I mean, and all that stuff is yeah. proven. So it's like Tom Cruise did. when somebody if, says the CIA is not going to do this or that, I'm like, yeah, they will, they'll do anything. They <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll do whatever they need to do yeah. to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, I know. I watched uh, Behind the Curve. Oh, it's on yes. Netflix. I watched this. Uh, 
It's it's good, isn't it? It's about the I flat Earth. Society. I love that documentary. And... We we I watched that in preparation for the episode we done on flat Earth, and it is uh, it's definitely worth watching. And that's not me saying I believe in flat Earth. It's actually a pretty good case against it, but it's a very good documentary. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say this. That's what are the, things the documentary find? where, like, I think I watched it when it first came out, and I think that isn't that the one where they do tests to try and prove flat Earth, and they prove it's not. Yeah, they do it like three times. They're like, hey, I'm going to prove the Earth yeah, is yeah. flat. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then yeah. like, they came up with the hypothesis and everything. I was like, oh, it's going to change by 15 degrees, and it does. And they're like, yeah. oh fuck. Yeah. No, no, no. Heavily forces. <laughs> Let's put in a titanium tube. And it still happens. My like, favorite oh, one is shit. where they just attach Magnets. they it's just attach Magnets. a camera to a weather balloon and they send it up and they're just watching oh, yeah. the live feed and they're like the, it gets higher and higher and higher and then all of a sudden the camera shows that the earth is round and they, they're just like, Oh shit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> easy, easy test. Yeah. Weather balloon and a freaking GoPro. Not that hard. I did a, well, there's a couple of things I did really like about that. Like um, the the documentary itself. One of the things was one of the scientists because they read, they interview both scientists from like Caltech, astrophysicists and physicists, as well as people from the Flat Earth Society. And what they do is like the scientists are basically like, oh, like we've just, these are really smart people. They just like kind of yeah. lost their way. And this is, maybe we should just be reaching out to them to like try and bring them into the fold because they can help out with uh, science. And I will say, and it, it goes on, it says like, you know, don't make fun of them, don't call them crazy because it's just, these are people yeah. that are just, you know, if they want to question the truth and that's what science is about, which is great and we could use them on our side. Now, having said that, on the flip side, there is one person on that who is part of the flow of society that says 9-11 didn't happen. Um, just the planes didn't strike yeah, that's the buildings. <laughs> um, and that's in the documentary. I did so find that I, I actually think he has a good point, <laughs> the, the scientist saying that. I think what he's trying to say is there's inquisitive people and being inquisitive is a good thing. I think we, in, in the scientific community, there's a lot of uh, really good studies about this, that people have become so certain in what they believe and because they're scientists, they can get away with this, that they don't question anything anymore. And uh, they're wrong in a lot of cases. Like we were taught things in school. If you think back to your textbook in third grade that now we know is wrong, but yet our kids are still using the same damn textbooks, you know, and it's like there's such slow change and, and there's almost a loss of, of um, mm. questioning and, and wanting to get real answers in the scientific community now that I think they could, you know, I think that's what drives some people to want to believe in things like flat earth because Nobody's questioning anything mm. anymore, you know. So I get, I get that argument a little bit, but there yeah, are some think, real crazies on the on the flat Earth thing for sure. Yeah, I think a big part of it is just like you know people like come up with all these different theories, and they're obviously shunned, and nothing happens. And it's just uh, it's just helping him out. Is really it's just like yeah, it's good that you're skeptical, but maybe like because uh, I think science is all about mm -hmm. disproving things. But then once you disprove it, just yeah. move on. <laughs> Uh, which they're is not just doing the like they, they send a balloon up like into it. space and they can see the earth is round and they're like oh shit well now i've got to set up some boards and a laser <laughs> <laughs> yeah back to me is it the end of the today's topic um really after so yeah. much like hard work of getting you on pj i'm so glad it actually finally worked and anchor it's like let us go the whole way through <laughs> bit of a struggle at start Thank you. I just want to say thank you guys very much for having me on. I really enjoyed uh, doing this. I just recently uh, was listening to your podcast and you guys had messaged me and I, I dig what you guys do, bringing on different people. And um, yeah, just thank, I thank you a lot for having me on. It's been fun. 
No worries, PJ. Um, thanks for coming on, really. Um, I stumbled across your podcast and I'm glad that you came on and you could help us debunk a few things and you've got Ben second guessed himself. So no, it's been really had a really good time. Cheers. All right, well, thanks again. Peace out, guys. Cheers, PJ. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, PJ. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode of Pint of View. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at Pint of View Pod across the board or email us at pintofviewpod at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe on your chosen platform to get notified of when our next episode's out. Bye. Bye.